It's so cold out here. <laughs> I can't wait to see my baby. Mm. He's so sweet. We haven't been on a date night in so long. We need this. We definitely need this. I really, really want to talk to my about. Hold the juice. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> no, I'm actually, I'm actually a little anxious. What, what is it you want to talk to them about? this long to tell me that? You couldn't just tell me that at home? Um, no, no, I'm, I'm fine. You you do what you need to do, handle your business. I just, I'll be okay. You know what? Hold on, Melissa. The Thoughts of a Dreamer with me, Miss Terry Nikki. Thoughts of a Dreamer, for those of you who are new, is a podcast that's specifically designed and dedicated to and for individuals who feel as though they just can't get to the next level. So I'm here to talk it out a bit. Talk out some of those mental hurdles or roadblocks you may be experiencing so that you can achieve and live out your dreams. So welcome. Okay. Okay. So I got to start off with a few announcements. See, I, I got to start this thing off with a few announcements. Number one, Man, so I woke up today and I was floored, number one, because uh, my last episode that I posted, which was the social media and self-doubt episode, has been the most downloaded episode in Thoughts of a Dreamer history. So thank you for that. Uh, number two, I was a featured podcast on Amazon Music. So what? <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. Didn't expect that. So Thank you. Um, man, to all of the listeners, old and new, I am so appreciative of you. If you have anyone in mind when listening to these episodes, just put them on game. Put them on game. You feel as though they're right there. They just need a little push mentally. Maybe they just need to get out their own way. Just just put them on game to the Thoughts of a Dreamer podcast. I am so, so appreciative, so blessed to have you guys as listeners. So. Gotta start it off right. Gotta kick that thing off right. Number two, yo, I need y'all to bear with me because for this episode, particularly, I'm speaking from a deep place of passion. So if I go off and veer off from this path thing, just just bear with me a little bit. You know, I got this outline over here. I may follow it. I may not. You know, look at the draw. We'll see how it goes. 
paint this picture. Most of us have gone through situations where we have been in a place where we're right at the cusp, right on the threshold of what we feel is greatness, right? Let's just throw a scenario out there to make it simple. You go on a job interview for your dream job. Oh, I hate the term dream job. I hate the term. Anyway, you go on job interviews for the job that you just know is going to free you from everything that you have been doing thus far. You go on your first round. It went amazing. Second round, amazing. Third round, amazing. At this point, you're trying to put in your two-week notice for this other job because you know you got this in the bag. Fourth round, yo, they know your dog name. They know how many kids you got. They know everything. Like, y'all friends. Y'all the best friends. Just go ahead and give me the I-9. I'll give you my social security for the direct deposit. We're good. Fifth round comes and you legit feel as though you're ready for your parking space and your name badge, right? And then you get an email from the recruiter. And on the first line you hear, we regret to inform you. Yo, there is absolutely no feeling in the world like being set up to be let down. To be let down. Nothing compares to the feeling of disappointment and discouragement and being picked over and being overlooked and frustrated, frustrated. Why did you have me on five interviews when you didn't think that I was going to be the right person? Why did it take you five whole interviews for you to waste my time to tell me you're going to pick somebody else? There is no feeling like that. And when you get that initial feeling of, of disappointment and frustration, Baby, honey, it's like you have that cement truck and you're telling it to back on up. And what you're doing is pouring cement over the feeling of disappointment, over the feeling of frustration, over the feeling of being overlooked because you're ruminating, you're ruminating. You're feeling like, why, why, why? What's going on here? Why is this? Why is this? Why is this? Why is that? Why is that? And I tell you, it is one of the most dangerous places to be in as a dreamer, because when you get that first initial hit of rejection, then your thoughts will go to, this is not for me. This dream is not for me. I shouldn't be doing this. I don't need to be doing this. Once again, you're just backing that cement truck up, beep, 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 and you're pouring cement over the thoughts of your dream. Never to be seen again. And the reason why I had to uh, give you guys a forewarning in the beginning, because I have been through this so many times and I have dropped dreams so many times because of the opportunities that didn't happen for the things that didn't work out. Not because I wasn't talented, not because I didn't like it, not because I didn't want it, because that opportunity I had placed on the emotional pedestal and that pedestal got knocked out from under me and I didn't know what else to do. I didn't know where to go from there. There is no feeling like feeling overlooked, like feeling that was your way out, like feeling there was nothing else left but this. This was your last ditch strain. This was you sitting on the ledge as Mufasa and Scar has you on with his paw, saying, long live the king. 
and he just launches you off into the abyss of what was 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 that thing? What was that thing that he was running in? Wow, that was it. I don't know. But he launches you off and you're flailing back saying, no, like that's how you feel. And a lot of dreamers don't get up from that. A lot of dreamers do not get up from that. So how do we even get to that point? How do we even put something on a pedestal so quickly? Huh? Well, ideation, thoughts in your head. Ideas that you create in your head, you can visually see. Ideation can either be creative and or destructive. We're not going to get into the destructive mode. That is not good. We're going to stay with the creation mode. And so when you have this thought or idea or a cue, haha, a cue, then it automatically kicks in a craving for a reward as we go back to James Clear Atomic Habits, right? So the thing is, when we have something in our mind, it's like our mind teleports to that future point takes a snapshot click comes back and say yo <laughs> i just came from the future your future looks like this bruh it looks like this so then what you're gonna do boom let's work on that let's make that happen but there's a problem with the snapshot that's a focal point snapshots have focal points and within a focal point there's always something that's around it. But that's not the point of the picture. The picture is solely focused on the focal point. If you were to pan out and see the grand picture, there very well may be chaos around that thing. There may be something that may not be attractive. You may see in that snapshot that you had to go through X amount of doors in order to get there. You may have to go through five, six, seven, eight, nine, twelve, fifty million no's in order to get there. But your mind didn't take a picture of all of that that you had to go through. Your mind only took a picture of the end goal. See, when we get to a point in our dreamer's journey where we let rejection or that opportunity that we just knew would be our quote unquote savior stop us from the journey, we drop our dream. We don't think that we're worth it. We don't think that we're good enough. We don't think the dream is good enough. And that was supposed to be a part of our journey. It's supposed to be a part of our journey. We're supposed to go through that. We don't account for the fact that the journey is actually a part of the goal. The journey is attached to the snapshot. It's attached to the snapshot, y'all. The journey is what gets you closer to the goal. Not you trying to swing out a golf ball and hit it a hole in one in the beginning. Not you shooting the ball half court and getting that thing in for three points. Like, come on. But we don't see that. And, and normally when it comes to situations like that, when we see an opportunity, a new opportunity and things morph and we start having that conditional happiness, we start having that conditional success. And what I mean by that is when you see things going your way, you're like, oh, oh, this, yo, this is it. This is it. You start to have in your mind this thought of if this doesn't work out, I won't be happy. If this doesn't work out, I am not successful. No, mm -mm. 
the fact is you were you sis you bro you are setting yourself up to being let down because you're being results and rewards driven instead of focusing on the execution or the journey that is something that i've had to learn and i do not want that for you so this is what i'm telling you so this is what i'm saying what do you do all right. What do you do when things just don't work out and you're free falling and you're flailing in this sea of despair? What do you do? This is what I do. I feel it. I feel that sting. I feel the sting of being let down. I feel it. However, I don't stay in it. Because if you stay in it and you start ruminating and what I mean by ruminating is you feel and gain momentum in those feelings, in those emotions. And if you let emotions gain momentum, it's hard for you to pull back out of that. It's like a whirlwind, like a tornado. It'll suck you in and you just start circling around in the wind. You're ruminating. You are adding lighter fluid okay, to a fire. Don't do that. Don't do that. What I'm here to tell you is you can't change it. You can't change that. You can't change it. You cannot change when an opportunity does not happen. But you cannot sit in the emotional despair, the sea of despair, the sea of feeling overlooked, the sea of feeling frustrated, the feelings of disappointment. You cannot ruminate in that because your mind will control you and, and, and steer you into feeling that you do not need to do this. Feel it. But do not sit in it. I like to journal. I love to journal. I will plug my journals. If you head down to the show notes, there's actually an author page for Thoughts of a Dreamer's journals on Amazon. Check that out. Great stocking stuffers for teens or adults for women. I have all different kinds for men. Just just, just head down to the Amazon shop. Shameless plug. But I journal. Write out everything that I'm feeling in that moment. I'll cry. I'll scream. I'll fight. But what I will not do is allow it to gain momentum. When I put it out on the page, I'm done with it. As much as I can, I'm done with it. And if there's still something left over in that feelings tank, then I know to take it easy on myself. I do something with self-care. I go and spoil myself. So when something doesn't happen or an opportunity does not happen, then I look internal like, what did I do to F this up? What did I? And I'll just shoot shots at myself. And so in order for me to calm down with some of the emotions that I feel, I like to spoil myself. Go get me a Manny Petty, go to a movie, go do something that makes me happy, something that I enjoy. Okay. You have to allow yourself some empathy, some compassion. There's only one of you. You're going to encounter opportunities that just don't work out. And you have to be okay with that. Okay enough to pick up the pieces and continue to try to build towards this snapshot vision that you're singing. What do you do when things don't work out? You accept it. And know that it is just a part of the journey. It was not your end goal. There's more left to your journey. Doesn't mean put down that dream. That's the last thing that it means. The last thing. Don't drop your dreams because you feel rejection. You don't know how many times you're going to get rejected. 
But remember, with every rejection, take an objective look at what actually occurred. Take your emotions out of it. Look at that thing without those rose colored glasses, without the Snapchat filter. Look at that thing for real and see if that is what you thought that it was. What you thought that it was going to be. You know, I always tie everything into relationships. Let me tell y'all a little bit of something about me. For those of you who do not know me personally, I love love. I am a lover of love. I am a love advocate. You hear me? I just love seeing people in love. I love the way that it feels. I love the way that it makes people feel. I love the, the positive, happy hormones that it releases when you have the feeling of being in love. But what are the side effects of being in love is being blind as hell blind blind you don't see any of the red flags the only thing that you see is how this person makes you feel you don't see that they are a flawed individual the only thing that you see is how your heart skips a beat when you're around them but then when love kind of you know takes a back seat and you see this individual as the flawed human that they are then you start questioning like, what in the hell did I get myself into? See, that's what love can do. Love can blind you. But that's also what vision can do. Vision can blind you to think that that's the only thing that you need to focus on is what you see, that snapshot, that snapshot with the IG filter. When you actually get into that thing, you realize that this thing may be a little bit flawed. But that's what comes along with the journey. You'll learn that as you go along. Everything is not always as it seems. Everything does not always pan out the way that it seems. Opportunities like to be, some opportunities, I'm going to be honest with you, are ugly. And it's the ugly opportunities that make you and propel you further, especially with how you respond to those things. No, I, no one likes rejection. No one likes feeling overlooked. No one likes feeling frustrated. No one likes that feeling. But the only way that you're going to get over that thing is to experience it. And learn not to drop your dream in the process. Okay. 